Hello, Vancouver. Hello. Welcome to another uh, week of the Point Fivers podcast. I'm sure you guys missed us all. We were uh, our, our presence was not here for a week. Again. Again. Can you believe it? Yes. Sorry, guys. I know you guys missed us all so much. I'm sure some some of them were like, "Oh, they finally gave up." <laughs> Psych. We back we with here. some more crazy stuff. That's right. So um, today, I will be your host. My name is Joshua, and I'm here with my fellow uh, hosts, Serena and David. Hello, That's me. Hello. How are you guys' weeks? How have you guys been? It's getting busy again. Mm. Like, I thought I'd be able to, you know, just stay at home yeah. for the rest of my life yeah. since COVID. <laughs> but I guess that's not happening. Not at all. And I feel like this, people who are listening to this episode now, we're all entering the phase of life is trying to come back to normal. School yep. starting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are sort of starting. Uh, but COVID is not getting better. Government so. no, no, funding not. is ending as well. Sad. Sad. People got to find jobs now. Tragedy. <laughs> Tragedy. It's September already. It's. I mean, it's getting cold a little bit. We have forest fires here. In Oregon, actually. Well, yeah. The, yes. the consequences of forest fires have, have uh, migrated over... To us. Yep. So it actually looks like a pandemic now if you look outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite crazy. It looks like it's like the apocalyptic times. I know. The skies are so red here. Right. And like you can't, like, it's so hard to breathe. Like, not, I would actually want to wear, I mean, like, even during COVID, we had to wear a mask, but like, it wasn't convenient. But now I'd be glad to wear a mask to go outside. Oh, Literally. yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It's like mandatory in a few places. Yeah, or or quite a quite a lot of places, I would say. Yeah, I'm glad like BC is slowly starting to get the mandatory masks on. I feel like we're, yeah. you know, our neighbors are not doing. You know, they should keep up with us. Anyways, so today episode of the podcast, we're actually going to be discussing something that everyone has. Every single person has this. Every <gasps> single person has experienced it, has had it. They basically were born with it. Hiccups. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, you, do you guys know what it is? What is it? It's relationships. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I was like the most sarcastic. Like, oh. <laughs> I tried to act like I <laughs> yeah. was surprised. They already knew about the topic. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk about relationships. Like, how do you guys, how familiar are you guys, are you guys with relationships? Relationships? Um, if you know me, if you guys know me, uh, you guys probably wait. You guys can't know me because I don't have relationships. But if you <laughs> did know me, <laughs> you'd know that I avoid most of them. Mm. Yeah, I think I feel like you've gotten more relationships as, out of the COVID times. I have. Oddly, <laughs> like yeah. it works the opposite way for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like because you're isolated, obviously, and not going outside as much. But I feel like David has been. I mean, like gaining more relationships. Yeah, because you know, I used to be the only person isolated, but now everybody's isolated. So you know, people are looking to me to come to and be like, "Hey, how do you stay isolated?" (laughs) (laughs) You're like the master of isolation. (laughs) David is like coming out of his own shell and be like, "What? People are isolated." (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't even know. (laughs) So uh, something just bad happened. Uh, 
all the notes I prepared, they just got deleted. Oh no! What? So uh, yeah, I'm gonna just. We're just gonna wing it. This is gonna be. This is gonna be very interesting, We're interesting guys. One. <laughs> I hope you guys are ready for this. <laughs> so I think the first question was like, like, um, so we, I, I do want to talk about with you guys, like, what relationship, like, actual romantic relationships with you guys, like. I really want to know your thoughts on that, but we'll get to the spicy stuff towards little towards, towards the middle. And I kind of want to get the basic with you guys. Like, have you guys like, have you guys had a bad relationship with not just like a romantic, but like just with like a like someone. a friend or anything? It could be a co-worker. friend, coworker. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I think um, I've had bad friend relationships, um, and necessarily it's not necessarily like. With someone who like I've met for the first time or like I've only, you know, known them for a little bit. Like sometimes it'll be with someone I've known for a very long time. Um, And it just sucks, right? Because you've, especially with someone who you've spent a certain amount of time with. Mm. Because it feels like that time was so like meaningless. Right. Like it was not purposeful. Yeah. And um. And there was really no point to it. It's like, it, it feels like a loss. It, a huge loss. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not that great. No. Most of my experiences with bad relationships have been regarding to some kind of work. Like, if there's work involved, we're, we're in this together to do something. Yeah. Most of, mostly those kind of relationships, whether that be like actual work. Even like school friends, but in the context of doing work together. Mm. Or, oh, yeah. Right? So, like… Like I agree. Just outside of work and just like like personal relationships, I've re- I've never really had any bad ones so far. Partly because if I can sense that it's gonna be bad, I avoid it like as soon as possible. Right. Oh. But it's so like how do you guys how do you guys like determine what's gonna be like do you guys when you meet someone new, do you guys have this instant like feeling that oh you know what maybe I'll We're gonna click or not. Yeah. Maybe I should keep this guy a little bit distant or like this guy's going to be amazing. Do you guys have that gut feeling? Like for me, I always tell people that I stick with the kirikiri theology. Like similar people meet similar people? Yeah. yeah. So that's basically what it means in Korean. That like that people um, I meet or I encounter will be similar to me. Like really? the, eventually, like the people who stick with me. Right. So if I'm meeting someone new, and I know someone around them that is a bad apple, or that have been a bad apple, I will. <laughs> you have a joke. I can tell by your no. face as soon as I said <laughs> bad apple. David's face was like, I have something to say about that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it anymore now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, if I know someone around them that is a bad apple, yeah. I will be very cautious. Like I won't just like right off the bat just cut them off or be like, oh no. But um, but I will be very cautious and um, I will kind of like look around and make way before I actually enter into like a deeper relationship with them. So I guess it's kind of like a pre-screening. Like oh a, yeah, like a background check. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. That's exactly what it is. Dang, so it's like a fingerprinting without the fingerprinting part. Oh, wow. Oh, that's intense. I'm gonna do a reverse question because we were talking about reverse stuff. Right. How, how did you know, or like, what was your gut feeling with me and Serena? 
Oh, mm. is this real? <laughs> getting real. This is uh. I know that you see me when I was like quite young, right? So I'm not sure if you really had the opportunity to have a gut feeling, but like once I got mature enough to like actually converse with and you know, did you have something? I think like with you guys, it's like for Serena, it was kind of easier for me to approach her because because we've known each other for a little bit and before that like i think i saw you on stage right when you were uh performing oh in, yeah that conference so and then also you were saying it was easier to approach me because you when we like spoke first because it was when you were extroverted right more so than now yeah because i'm as i grow older i'm becoming more introverted for sure but yeah so serena was a little and i find it easier for me to approach people who talk a lot because people who talk a lot really expose themselves, right? It shows who they are even more. If y'all didn't know. Yeah. So <laughs> I, did, I don't, I talk a lot. <laughs> she, she like, she was the first person I met that talked the most. Surprise, Serena's co-workers. Yeah, yeah. totally. My co-workers are going to be so surprised because I don't say, I, re- I, re- I rarely say stuff at work. No. I'm literally just focused and doing whatever I need to do. Yeah. And then I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> And like, so I could like, because she speaks a lot, I can tell her morals were probably like in check with like some of mine. And that, that for me is a big check saying that like, oh, this person's going to be a decent person if I be friends with her. Mm. And I could have never been so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just, so I just, my screening has uh, never been so inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. And, but for Yonggi, like for David, it's like, yeah, I've known him since he was like in grade eight. So he was like a really small guy. So, hey, I mean, I'm still small. <laughs> You're bigger than me now. <laughs> but um, so I, I, I don't think I had a very big judgment on you because you were young, right? And like young right. people will be young. But then... That's in my name. Yeah. Young key. <laughs> yeah. But I think even if I met you now, I, I would say that like you guys would be very good, good people that I would want to meet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, uh, regarding the question... I'm able to kind of get that gut feeling before even meeting that person because of social media now. Mm. You can kind of see the people they hang around with yeah. and oh, the yeah. type of activities that they're into. Mm. So just like right off the bat, you can kind of like without saying anything, just by being who you are, you, you can like, you know, like we've been saying all this time, like the stuff you were just like, just who you as a person can portray so much more about you. Right. Without having to like have in, enter into a conversation right. with that person, and it's like not a good habit to do this because like you can you'll be getting uh like you're pangyan. almost prejudiced. Yeah, yeah, you might get some prejudice, but that's like a good starting point for me. That kind of gets you seventy percent of the way. Wow, that's quite a bit. It yeah. is seventy yeah. percent is quite a bit because yeah. I've half. mostly been right with these this process right with the predictions right and then if i actually happen to like talk to this person like you can tell instantly in like first 15 seconds for me i think right interesting um so like if if we can determine these factors and like we've i think we've we're at the age where we've experienced a decent amount of relationships so we kind of know what's a good Mm -hmm. apple and a bad apple right um (laughs) apple what what determines then what deter- what factors determine no sorry i got to word this question pr- properly how do you what determines a good healthy relationship then with someone um for me um i prefer not to enter into a relationship with someone who is fake or 
not genuine. 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 <laughs> genuine. Is it kind of like a wine? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I prefer to be meeting people who are grounded, who are, um, who are a little bit more. <laughs> Sorry. You said grounded, and it reminded me of kids. Oh, you're grounded. <laughs> Being grounded. <laughs> I gotta stop. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I prefer to pe- meet people who are, you know, a little bit more upfront. I don't like when it when people. I guess in some aspects it's similar with jo- what Josh said, like how you like people who are more talkative and expressive because it's easier to tell. And I think it's the same way for me, where I like people who are a little bit more direct when mm-hmm. they're communicating, so that I don't have to make guesses. And it's not like we're there's like miscommunication among us. Right. Because we're being direct and honest right. and open. Um, but because I've gone, you know, you guys know me, like I'm such a relationship person. I have so many different relationships, variety of relationships. And I've introduced you guys to a whole bunch of my relationships too, right? Like yeah. you guys, I I feel like I am a bridge to a lot of my relationships mm-hmm. or like friend groupings. A lot like, of variety. One yeah. for each day of the week. <laughs> Now that like one for each hobby, literally, or each sports that I do, right? Wow. So and I feel like I've bridged um a lot of these people as well. Like I was the one who was introducing people to you guys or like other people. Um and so yeah, I think it's I don't know what I was trying to get at, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's uh, different for most people because they each have different priorities mm-hmm. and what they want to be getting out of relationships in general. Mm-hmm. I know, like some people may gain energy from being with people. I know right. that's not the fact. Uh, fact that's not the instance. thing for me. Instance for me. Yeah. So for me, when I'm building relationships, it's more about it's. It's like very selfish, but I'm selfish like that. It's more about what this relationship will get for me. Mm. In terms and, of like benefits. Right. So out of it. I am I really enjoy relationships where both parties kind of improve upon each other and give each other motivation for something greater. Right. Oh. So like this so like, you know, there are these relationships where you go to and then these people are so static and you can like they're so st- and they don't really want to do anything about it. But just me at this stage of my life, I'm I'm really wanting to try a lot of things. So I want to surround myself, put myself in environments where it'll help me do that. Right. So whether that be just like friends or like even at work, I want to be working with people that are really into what they're doing. And they're very proud of, you know, their work. Yeah, for sure. Because I know that'll motivate me, like influence me in good ways. And, and then like, like… It'll inspire you. Right. right. So basically. I want to do like this ping pong thing where like we like pass back and forth and each take. other energy and motivation. So that for me, like, is a good relationship for me. Mm. So like, let's say to all, like, what if we had to, let's say the point five is listening right now. They've asked us, like, wh- how do I maintain a good relationship, guys? Like some pointers. What would you guys say to these people? Okay, there's, first of all, there's no r- a real answer to that, I feel like. Because right. it really depends on, like, who you are and, like, a case-by-case basis, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of these things sometimes are out of your control. Mm. And it's like that with just life in general as well. And my thing with that is that like whatever I can control, I really try to have control over. Right. Which is which is me. 
right? Like I only have control over me and my actions. Like mm. I don't have control over other people's actions and their thoughts. So like, you know, I try to be honest and open and just be me. And hopefully like it'll filter out whoever stays by me mm. without being, without myself being a, you know, like a very mean person. Mm. <laughs> I had a different word for that, but <laughs> yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I try to just be me and in the long run, I feel like people who who just respect you and love you and who are like you end up being with you mm. without you having to even like go in the, you know, go put in the effort. Right. Yeah, like I, really have to try to be in that relationship. Yeah. I second that bitch you was talking about. Like some pointers for finding your relationships, I think is a relationship that puts you in a position where you don't really have to do much other than just be yourself. Right. So meeting people that will value you for, you know, who you are. It sounds so cliche. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes like as much as this is kind of cutthroat, like sometimes I'll say to myself, like, it's not worth it. Like if it, if a relationship is just has gone to poop. Like it's like, it's really not worth it because… Um, I'm like I have so many people around me who are a lot more positive, a lot more um, encouraging um, and uh, and loving and respectful. That that I don't have to, you know, force myself to be with someone who is is gonna do the opposite of that, right. right? Like it's it's not worth it. There's like all these people in this world that you have, like because of that one person. I don't wanna give into that negativity. Right. Yeah. Do you guys, would you guys agree that like, or I, I kind of want to hear your opinions on this. So like we, I'm sure we all, because like I said in the beginning, we all had relationships as soon as we were born, right? Mm -hmm. And, but unfortunately, I think a lot of people, it applies to a lot of people as well. A lot of the, like we accumulated a lot of relationships, but at the same time, we don't have all those relationships that we've accumulated. Right. In between, we in between this, you know, from birth to now, we like cut off some, you know, connections, right? Intentionally and and unintentionally. And unintentionally, right? But like, like, would you agree that just because you've spent this much time on a relationship, it doesn't mean that it's like it kind of goes back to what Serena said. Is it worth keeping maintaining till now? Like the long term relationships that you've had. Yeah. You know what? Like I've I've always had such a like brainstorm around relationships because I have um, a variety a variety of friends. You know, like I have friends who I've just <laughs> I've I've known like literally within this week. You know who? <laughs> yeah. Like I I met a group of friends this week over golfing, and you know they they are just awesome. You should like, make a group chat of all your friends and name like. One group chat Monday and then add the people you meet on Monday there. And be like, hey, Mondays. Who's who's ready to... That's terrible. It's <laughs> like, what is she, a celebrity or something? Like, what's going on? No, um, but yeah, like I've, I've met people who are, you know, I've, I've just met people. But I've also had people who I've known since like grade two. Like my best friend. Um, He is in Korea right now because he is in the military and... Um, he was an international student here and I met him when I was in grade two. You guys know, I talk about him quite often, right? Um, 
But There's like I think don't you have like also a few friends that are in military? <laughs> that too, but he's the he's the one that's left. <laughs> okay. He's the one that's left, but he's the one in Korea because I have another military friend that's that goes to military in Canada, right? Oh, okay. here, but that one's in Korea. Right. So um, I've known him since grade two, and that one is like my ride to die. Like I just go to him for whatever, and because he's literally seen me through trash like the trash times that I've gone through, you know, like puberty and like everything, young adults. And now as an adult, I feel like um, he really does not judge me for, for, you know, the trash I am. And he just understands me. So I feel like it's, it's like a good relationship that I have with him. But I also have long-term relationships with friends who are, um, who are of, very different characteristics mm. and values. But, you know, sometimes I just stick with them because because of the time that we've spent together. Yeah. You know. I think for me, long-term or short-term, doesn't really matter. But it's more about if you were to do something for this relationship, mm. would the other end of the relationship uh, like accept that and kind of acknowledge that or do something about it? Like, for example… I, I said I, I'm like selfish because I want this relationship to give something to me. But on the flip side, I'm also very willing to do a lot of things to give value to this relationship for that person too. But when I do that, will this person do the same for me? Or at least acknowledge it and be appreciative of what's happening? Uh, so it like won't take you for granted. Right. Or like will they at least kind of know that what they're getting now right now is like valuable? Or will this actually not be of any value to them? Then for me, it's like… Whether it be long term or short term, uh, I'm not just gonna like cut them off, but I'm not gonna be. They're not gonna be like on my priority anymore. Like as devoted to the relationship, right? Like, um, so the my thought processes of how I came to the, stumble upon that question is that I think, especially uh, like as you grow older to a stage, a point where relationships are like a little bit more subjective than just I don't know how to describe that. Um, it's not something that is necessary in your life at some point. Like mm-hmm. you don't, you wouldn't die over relationships. Whereas in high school, mm. you know, it was you, really your everything. It was important, right? It was important to be the thing, the popular man or woman, and to or be in the, or be in with associated with the peer group. Exactly, but like now at this point of age, or for those who are listening who are still young, when you reach that point of age, there's like this realization that comes is that some relationships, just because you've invested so much time into it. It doesn't mean that it's worth maintaining. Oh yeah, for sure. It is. It is sad, like how you mentioned yeah, in the beginning. Sometimes it becomes toxic. Yeah. Even like long-term relationships. Yeah, and I've seen it happen. Like not just within my life, but in other people's lives too. Yeah, and some people fight over it. They fight over the fact they try to keep it, you know, because it's it's been there for so long. But you know, friends who we made in high school or when we were in our like maturing ages, like not develop, fully developed ages. Like some of them don't really click together now in this age, right? For sure. I tell people this all the time. It's like that, like before, I guess even up till university, like you have a lot of free time. Like you have a lot of time. And so it doesn't really matter how much time you spend with like whoever people because you have the ability to give out the time that's like surplus. Right, right. But now, like as I've grown older and that I've started, you know, working and like developing my own career path and 
trying to follow my goals and dreams like i have realized that time is so limited like some you know like in the past couple of years that i've started working i've realized 24 hours is so short it yeah. goes by so fast yeah it's not enough time i would have lived off of like 48 hours if that was a day i would have lived <laughs> lived off of that <laughs> seriously so so like putting the effort and time into someone is is a lot for me it's like it's like spending money you know like it has to be meaningful in the way that like i i don't want to be stressed over that because it should be like i'm spending a good time with um a good friend or person and so i'm not like i don't want to feel like i'm wasting time basically yes right yeah so that it was just thought because um yeah, we've, we're at the age where we're thinking about, you know, who, it, like, what you said, time is valuable. Yeah. And it's important where we invest it in. But uh, some, I feel like, especially if you've had a friend for a long time, they might not even value that. And yeah. But it is sad. Like, I think when you spend time with people who've known you for a long time, there's this sort of comfort that you can't really experience with I totally other friends. agree. Like, you just, you just, there's no... Like, you don't have to really try or pretend to be anything. Like, even around my close friends, I know they'll they'll probably say, this girl is crazy. She's not talking right. But I actually talk less. With, like, more closer <laughs> friends? <laughs> yeah. What is my friends will My friends will will really come at me and say, you, you actually don't. You talk a lot. But I know that I talk less. With them in comparison to other people. Yeah. So you just talk a lot in general. You just talk a little, <laughs> a little bit le- less. less. Yeah. Because mm. I'll have moments where I'll be like, like saying nothing. Like right. I'll just stay silent. Right. <laughs> and and like people who don't know me will be like, oh, like is, is everything okay? Mm. But it's just me just like take a break. It's just being me. It's taking a break from speaking. Yeah. Wow. But it might also be that like it's because I don't talk at work. I talk a lot like outside of work. Like you repress it and then release yeah, it. Yeah, and then be like, oh, <laughs> like here comes all the words. That's so interesting. <laughs> Do you find that like, have you guys had, like this is going back to the 0.5 references. Have you guys had friends that were not Korean in the past? Oh, lots. Yeah, lots. Most of my friends were, well, most of like the circle I was in right. weren't related to my one like point zero culture right oh like me i feel like younger i was i had more non-korean friends and the older i got i got more korean like more and more and more like me too increasingly more koreans like we've mentioned in our very first episode how we mm. talked about how we just naturally drifted apart to our own cultures that we are actually like from right yeah so I guess I guess I mean this is pretty obvious, but like relationships are made through common similarities. Mm. So do you guys have friends that like you? Do you guys have relationships where you guys are not sharing any similarities, but it just exists? Like what kind of similarities? Like even like I guess like the fact you're human is a similarity, but like <laughs> I'm talking like that you're talking. I'm talking like maybe like you guys don't have any. Overlapping like commonality, intre- commonality interests, or even like friend groups. Dang, that's such a hard question for me. It's like trying to find needle in an ocean of sands. Yeah, because I I think I have some relationships where if I look back, 
we have nothing in common and we don't even share similar interests. But somehow we're, we're, we're maintaining that relationship. And what do you guys talk about then? That's the thing though. Like when, when I meet these friends, all we talk about is stuff that you would talk about with like it can, like basically the fact that we're human. We're talking about the things about that humans like do. like life. Yeah, about life. How it's been. Yeah. What you guys been doing. What yeah. you guys been up to. And just like sharing good times together, doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like um, with that best friend that I was talking about earlier. Um, In the military? He, yes. Yeah. He and I um, don't share a lot of commonalities actually. Well, you guys share that time frame that you guys had. Yeah, to that's true. Um, and we went to high school together. Yeah. Um, so we shared that. But I've, you know, like I wasn't interested in soccer, but I've only been interested in soccer for the past like one or two years, right? So he's like a huge soccer fan. So I talk about that with him, like now that I'm interested in that. But before then, I was like, like we would just talk about life mm. and. Right. what we're thinking of doing but i think it's with friends normally it's like around the same age group right so we'll talk about that like our futures and shoot like all these questions you're throwing out yeah. i don't have any much answers because thinking about it i have so many little relationships like little relationships as in like 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 the amount oh like what, what's my problem what the heck <laughs> like I- even even in high school where relationships are kind of king above most things right even then that wasn't really the case for me Mm. so i'd always be in these groups but you know i'd just be in it enough to feel like you're associated i was associated but then if i were to meet with any single one of that person inside the group one-on-one that that never happened for me like i'd never meet somebody one-on-one it had have to have at least like three or four people Mm. yeah I think relationships is very interesting and where like normally, normally in a normal setting, you tend to meet people not in a one-on-one basis, but in like groups, right? I love, I love meeting people in groups. Yeah. Because it, it has this dynamic and it's a little bit more comfortable. And I, I guess it can be common sense that there's more people. So it's not just focused on you. But have you noticed like when you meet someone in a group and you've, let's say you've met this person like for three, four years in a group and yeah. then one day you just you're in a room one-on-one <laughs> with this person and the sudden realization comes onto you. Holy crap. I've never been on a one-on-one basis with Yo, this guy. I know, a, I know a friend you have that's like that <laughs> with you. I have no idea. That your friends always talk about that you... Oh, yes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> like, have you had those... Have you, David, have you had those moments where you're just one-on-one with this dude and it you It just have, won't happen. <laughs> you have no idea what you're going to say. Yeah. I had... I. So like if there was an opportunity for that to happen, yeah, I'd not show up or like it, it not happen for not me. Not show up. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like not. I'd be like, oh, I'll be there. Not show up. Not that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, uh, you know, I'm busy yeah. doing something else. Yeah. Like, it it just never happened for me. Right. I f- I find it very unsettling. Let's say like we were hanging out on the groups on the group, and suddenly like one of you guys messaged me, hey Josh, you want to grab dinner? <laughs> and I would my first response would be like with with the like are we gonna talk about it with the group? He's like no, just one on one. Don't you feel like unsettling? Do you want a one on one on one? I'm okay. I'm a, <laughs> I'm comfortable with one on ones. I don't mind that. But um, what I find hard is when I'm introducing um 
because I think we have a lot of um, well, Josh and I have a lot of commonalities in meeting new people these days. Right. Um, I feel really, really awkward seeing Josh being introverted because I'm so used to him being extroverted. <laughs> so it right. annoys the cr- the poop out of me. <laughs> Censored right there. <laughs> it annoys it it me so much because it's like, why is he acting like this all of a sudden? Like, why is he acting so shy in front of people and like not him like normal self? And so I have to do the extra talking <laughs> and the involvement. And sometimes it's like energy draining and not just you, but I have friends like that who are like that as well. Yeah. Mm. Just going back a step, you mentioned these relationships in groups, right? Yeah. I guess some people would classify those kind of relationships as relationships too. But like for me, if we don't have a one-on-one connection, I don't really consider that a relationship. Mm. Just like an associate or like just somebody like that you see just because you're a part of this environment. Mm. Right. So like I don't associate really anybody that I meet in groups as somebody I really, really know. Right. Uh, I think so too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think the obviously the intimacy level when you meet one-on-one, it changes, right? It's different. So the things you normally talk about with that person in a group setting, you can't really, it doesn't really apply in a one-on-one. Uh, I've, I've come to a realization that also when you meet someone one-on-one, the t- conversations you have with that person is a little bit more deeper, deeper. and meaningful. True. And yeah. less small talk, right? Because you can't, there's no room for you to hide for yeah. both of you. Right. Yeah. Like if somebody asks a question, if somebody else answers, you can just be like, zip. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll just like keep flowing from there. But then if you're one on one, like you can't run away. What are you What are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) True. I think that's now. This is a very smooth transition to the spicy topics. But uh, I think that's where you know romantic relationships can be difficult for some people because like just one on one with the same gendered sex is difficult. You know, like it can be difficult. It's not. I don't think it'll be like a walk in the park for some people. Like for me, introverts like us, excluding Serena, who's an extrovert. <laughs> for introverts, meeting one-on-one can be terrifying. You know, it, lots of thoughts can run in your head. Like, what am I going to talk about? What is he going to talk about? How do I respond? What if I sound stupid? You know? But then imagine like meeting the opposite gendered sex one-on-one. Like, how does your romantic... So let's say you guys are on a first romantic date. Or like a blind date. That has not happened in Woo-hoo. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a blind date. How do you guys like feel? What, what would your what would your reactions wow, be? Wow, a that? blind date. Damn. I've never been on a blind Same. date. Really? So I don't know but, how it would go. But I think it'd be so much fun. I would consider it pretty fun. <laughs> really? Yeah, I if, think it'd be pretty fun. If if it was a if it was someone with like that was interesting, I think it'd be fun. I think uh, yeah. I think first thing I'd do if I was to be thrown in that position is to terminate that person that threw me in that position. <laughs> but other than that, I think I'd be more into just I think I'd be more worried or not worried. I think I'd be more curious about what what and who this other person is rather than just talking about me. Because mm. like Yeah, I, I think I have more of a curious character in relationships where I kinda wanna get to know the other person more. Right. Like not just not just these one romantic relationships, but just just in general as a person. Yeah. yeah. So that's why that's why I was talking about how I can kind of tell how they're gonna be just from the stuff they do. Yeah. Because if I start talking, they're gonna be start talking about the things they do, right? Right. 
Anyway. But I agree with um, David. I would be interested in getting to know about that person. Right. Just as an individual before. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like regardless of whether like he'd be a match. Um, I think it'd be very interesting to just like get to know the person. I, I find I, I enjoy meeting new people. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed the because it's like learning about this world. Right. Oh yeah. Speaking of like, I do enjoy meeting new people and just getting to know about because like there's such a variety of people in this yeah. world. But the hard part for me is mainta- maintaining a relationship. Mm. Like once I get to know this person and I kind of know like what I want to know about this person, right. like would I put in more time and stuff to like maintain this relationship? Like what what's what would be the purpose of the relationship? That like that'd be the question for me, or not like. Like just subconsciously. Right. I think I agree with uh, what Yonggi said because now, especially in this modern day era, like the definition of maintaining a relationship has like drastically changed, right? Like if I don't text you, if I haven't seen, yeah, if I haven't seen him in a month, for a month, and I haven't texted him during that period of time, it's like, it's kind of awkward. It's it considered is. awkward then, right? But maybe back then, like it was fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's hear from the extrovert. <laughs> for me, like, um, it, like for me, I it's it's hard. I almost spoke like full Korean just now. <laughs> and I had to like change my train of thought. <laughs> I was like, stop. <laughs> so, like for me, it's not it's not like I keep continuously having to text people or like you know like go into a phone conversation. Like it's it's hard for me to do that. Oh. I don't like like consistently like having to communicate with someone. Mm. So even in a romantic relationship, I've had problems where like the other person will be like, hey, like you have, have been like you haven't been replying or like you haven't been texting. And I'm like, well, I'm doing other stuff. I can't multitask. You know, I'm right. I, it, for instance, if I'm in a group or in a, if I'm meeting people, I don't, I think it's so disrespectful if you're looking at your phone while you're in a room with right. another person, right? whether in a group or just one by, one-on-one. Like occasionally, yeah, like for urgent stuff, you'll maybe like look at it once in a while, but like consistently just looking through your phone, it's like, why do you even like bother coming out all the way here and just to look at your phone? Such a pet peeve. It's a huge, huge annoyance peeve. for me, and I think it's so disrespectful. I, f- I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's this is a little, this is a little going a little bit off topic, but I feel like definitely it's so disrespectful. This is for those listeners. I want you to self check yourself <laughs> if you are spending time with people and you're on your phone consistently. <clears throat> some people we know. Um, we definitely know some I th- people. I I th- I like I've had a argument because I said it was disrespectful, and in his opinion, it wasn't disrespectful, right? What? Like, what was his argument for that? For, so these individuals say we're not going to talk about anything special, anyways, and we're having a break from this moment. But for me, it's disrespectful because I think, you know, if someone has been willing to invest their time in meeting you, then you should, you know, you guys should both respect the time and, you know. And really put the time and attention Into, to yeah. to whatever is happening at the moment. Mm. Yeah. So I totally agree with that as well. Anyways, back to the main topic. I this is really thinking about blah, blah, really random question. What is your like what is your guys' ideal types? For romantic relationships. Romantic relationships. It's time to hear 
Serena and Dave is romantic type, guys. So anyone uh, seeking to look <laughs> 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 look into uh, getting to know me, <laughs> um, give her a call at seven seven six zero four. Well, I think for me, um, my idea of relation, like, like wanting to find an ide- ideal guy, has changed a lot over the years. Went from somebody playing soccer in London to <laughs> to to no one yet. I I haven't I haven't moved on from that yet. But um, yeah, I think for me the biggest thing uh, that has to be there is that I have to respect him. I I want to find someone who's I can respect. Right. And there's not a lot of I have a lot of guy friends as you guys know, right? Like I have. I think majority of my friends are guys. Um, and the girlfriends that I have are are really my my baby girls. Like, I really, really value them. And they are… What? Did you just say baby girls? <laughs> BBG. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Yo, you got some baby boys? <laughs> yeah, I got some couple baby boys by my side. Like, now. what? <laughs> no, like… It's just… It's a term that I say… <laughs> it's so… Oh, I say it because um, because I really, really value them and I love them. Right. Because I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of um, girlfriends girls. who <laughs> who are who are of the same exact age. Um, I really, really love them. Right. So back to your ideal <laughs> ideal type. Yeah. So I have a lot of guy friends, and you know, not not to be offensive, I don't really. Res- I do respect them as individuals. <laughs> David, she doesn't respect us. <laughs> I do respect them as human beings. But, you know, being... Um, but my definition of being, like, respect... Someone that I find respect in is a little bit different, I guess. Like, I... The reason why I like or I'm in love with... Um, with uh, the guy in London who plays soccer. Y'all know who it is out there. <laughs> plays for uh, Tottenham. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why is because he's so inspiring. Like his values and his characteristics. Obviously a lot of it might be just the way he is portrayed. Because he is an entertainer. Eventually as much as a sports athlete. Um, You know it might not be true like. He might not be actually portraying himself. But from like what I can tell and what he's achieved so far, like I totally give him so much respect for that. Mm-hmm. You know, in that way, I think I want to find someone who's inspiring and motivational that will also keep me going and encourage me to like continuously follow my dreams. So if you respect him, that's the only requirement. It's not the only requirement, but I'll say that for now, right. it's 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 a big, it's a big part. Let's get a little bit more specific. I I feel like maybe some listeners here will really want to know more some specifics. Like what kind of, like okay, respectable. We get it. Someone who's inspir- inspirational, who has some someone who has achieved a lot in his life and that you can yes. look up to. Yes. But what about like the daily stuff? Like what kind of things he does? Like. Your pet peeves that at least shouldn't. Oh. Yeah, you know, what kind of individual would that person be as a person? I've made a list of this before. Oh my God. It's very, very detailed. And <laughs> so I've, extra. I've, oh. You know, because 
um, yeah, I've made a list before, and it it went on for ages. The list goes on. Okay, give us some important, some like let's say five facts, five things that this person needs to have. Absolutely important. Like needs. Yeah. Oh, I think that's hard. You can't be like, oh, this guy's got to be a rich person. Like, okay, well, first of all, I really want them to go to church, be Christ- Christian, right. because I am a Christian. If y'all didn't know that, yeah. <laughs> um, Amen. It's. It, I think that is also a very, very important part. More right. so important than the fact that I have to respect the guy. Right. Um, and secondly, um. I would want someone who speaks the same language as me. Okay. Both English and Korean. Okay. Um, and if you can speak more languages, that's fine too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what, what else? What if the guy spoke like 13 different languages but what? could not speak Korean? Oh. 13 different languages like Chinese, Spanish, it French. It could work. It could. could work. Yeah. I think it'll really depend. Okay. It'll really depend. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I I become very picky. Yeah. But like now that you're asking me to like list out yeah. things, it's it's like hard. You want you want us to come back to you? Yes. Sure. You think a ponder upon it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna ask David. I, I feel like David really avoids. Ro- anything to do with romance talks like this yeah he, <laughs> he really avoids it he has a what is it like ku- ku- kudos kudos kudos, kudos on a phone company man <laughs> you guys a- don't kudo. know you guys don't know what that is it's like when you're like in elementary school and be like oh like, oh cooties boys have boys have a isn't it cooties is that what it is like oh uh, girls have cooties yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Is i have no cooties? idea what that meant though but that was is that what that means like it's like just a make made up germ that the opposite gender would have but anyways there's no avoiding the question now david <gasps> it is it is so cooties is a fictitious childhood disease it is used in the u.s and canada as a rejection term and an infection tag game only only in north america uh, it seems like it, yeah. Keep going, so I don't have to answer this question. No, no, we're not. <laughs> and then, and then it's time for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, David, um, so what is, so, what is your romantic type? I we've actually we rarely had these conversations with David. With David, I think. So we're just as curious and genuinely curious as as you guys might be. Yeah, as the listeners might be. I don't think the listeners are curious. <laughs> I think they are. I'm gonna wait for you. Okay, well, do you even have have ideal type? I don't really, really? because like I don't want to like ideal type. These things are good, yeah. but I don't want to put myself in a box where I'm limited. Mm, as wanna... well as like this is such a this is like well not 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 as much as my decision, but also the other person's decision. But like this is such a big. Because like this commitment can change your life really. Because like this potential person will be affecting your life for the next however many. So you die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So like, what is someone who you be willing to spend that time with? Be like in your mind. I think somebody that even if we're not like a, even if. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that find awkward in silence. Mm-hmm. But so far in my lifetime, 
not like romantic ones, but just in general, like in total, I've met around two people where even if we're just like present in the moment, it doesn't feel awkward. Mm-hmm. And time goes by super fast. Right. For some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, we're like not, what we're do you not, guys do? Like nothing? Nothing. Just do nothing. But we're just like present in the moment. And then we look at our time. <laughs> That's, that really tells you that you really enjoy being with that person. You right? really click with that person. Yeah. But I'm not sure what triggers that. So I can't really say like, oh, I think this type of thing would make this person ideal. That's so interesting. Because when I meet my like really close girlfriend, we talk like nonstop. And it's very intense. Like very intensely. So so recently, you know the girlfriend I do Pilates with? Shout out to you, girlfriend. Because I know you're listening right now. Baby girl. <laughs> <Baby> girl. <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> She's one of my good friends I've known since uh, middle school. Yeah. Um, and we, after Pilates, because we do duet Pilates with each other. And then we um, went for coffee. Well, we went for, I think we went for dinner and then we went for coffee. Anyways, we went for coffee. And we like talked like nonstop and intensely that when I went home, I was like drained. Right. Wow. Like dead. <laughs> wow. I think for me in general, me being with people drains my energy. Even if we're not doing anything intense like you were saying. But then I think when I've met with these people that clicked… I've actually gained energy just from being with that person, which is really strange because I've never like I like never, never have that right. usually. Right. So I can't I can't really like quantify it. It's like just something happens. And I'm like, what the heck? My battery's charging. Why is this happening? <laughs> oh, so right. you gotta meet that one person in this world who is gonna charge you. Yes, but you. also I wanna be able to do the same for that person too. Right. But you know, like. But are you at a stage in life, David, where you're like interested in being in a romantic relationship, or are you just like not interested at all, or like are you like refraining yourself from, from like rejecting yourself from being or like entering into a relationship? I think I have a lot of excuses right now here to make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna turn down excuses. First things first. I feel like I can't even be fully responsible of myself. How am I supposed to like do that for another person? Right. That's my first excuse. Even like not not for marriage, but like just even yeah, just even, for uh, even okay. As well as because like just from people like you see the people around me, I know how consuming relationships can be. For sure. Especially romantic sure. ones. Like time wise and just everything wise. And then but then obviously they're doing it because to them it's worth it. But then I just haven't been able to see anybody or meet anybody yet. That's you know worth, worth that, that that makes it feel right. I mean, but you can't really tell till you try. But and then but no, I I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And second point, I am not really actively looking for people mm. because uh, I'm so occupied right now with chasing other things. Mm. But and also because I don't, I'm not actively looking. And also, I just like being by myself most of the time. I just never get the opportunity to meet a lot of people, right? So like, it just gives me zero ch- percent chance to even meet somebody that be that might be like a potential partner. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, like you need a lot of input to have output. 
but I have like zero input. So I have like no chance to get an output. Mm. Interesting. Do you guys believe in love at first sight? Um, no. Used to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yes. not really. Like probably like when I was in elementary school. Yeah. Oh boy. I had a relationship in kindergarten in Australia. Oh, we, no used, way. we used to uh, push each other off the sides. <laughs> oh, so cute. That is so See, sweet. That is, is like the best relationship. I don't I, I don't even remember her name anymore. Cuz I was like 4. Right. <laughs> but like apparently you barely knew your own name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're at that age. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I I just completely forgot about that. Yeah, but that happened. Wonder wonderful relationship. I'll push you and you push me. <laughs> you don't we'll even say that. Yeah, you just you just go on the slide and just take turns. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Would you would you see yourself seeing a non-Korean? Hmm. Man, I just really both hate, of you guys. Both I just really guys. hate romantic these type of questions because I never really think about them and it forces me to think about <laughs> think this. About it. And I'd rather like not think to. about it. Yeah. It's inevitable. This episode's relationships. <sighs> well, yes. Because like I said, I don't want to put myself in a like box. Box? But, you know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Josh? Um, I, I've, I think I've thought about this once in my lifetime. Only once? We live in like Canada. Yeah, but you know, I don't know if it's our if if it's like especially for Koreans, our culture is so specific. Yeah. So it's really hard. It's so cultural. <laughs> yeah. If you, if that person was not Korean, they uh, it would be like they would not know. Let's say like fifty percent of who I am. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Right. And if that if I love that person, I want to show them a hundred percent of who I am. Right. And same goes with like just language itself. Even if that person was Korean and she didn't know how to speak Korean right. or English. Right. That's like the same thing. Like I want to show them everything I am. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that because like I am so different when I speak Korean yeah. and when I'm speaking English. Speaking of, I think the reason I can't really talk about much of this is because in these decisions, I'm always looking long. I mean, not in just, not just in this decision. I realized that in most things I do, I always look long term. Right. And like when I was in high school and stuff, like just like, just like in this moment, if I like this person, like, of course. But then it gets me thinking about like, oh, shoot. Like how would, because, you know, the Korean culture is very family oriented. Right, right. Like how is this going to affect that? And like what are the consequences of perhaps like breaking up or whatever after this? Like, am I still gonna be able to be friends with this group and like it's a bunch of stuff like that? Yeah, it's it's complicated. I I'm kind of against dating friends, like just for myself, right? Because like once I enter into a friend zone, I don't want to lose that friend. Because when you enter into a relationship, you a also also have to think about the well. At least I do. I think about the risks. Of losing someone that has been my friend, right? right. Which means, like, right. you know, once I feel like I have a lot of relationships, but not a lot of them, not every one of them are like my close, close friends that know like everything about me and like know all of me. So I feel that that all my friends are very important and all, you know, 
Man, like, <laughs> I I consider myself like a go-getter in most of life. Like, if I can't get it, I, I DIY it and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. just in this type of stuff, I just wish somebody There's would no just DIY. solve this thing for me. Like, <laughs> solve it for you? Like, yeah, give like, you a girl and be like, <laughs> here this, you go, this, this is you, the perfect you're one. You're marrying this person. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what to do. I think some parts of the world still do that. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you want to go and do that, <laughs> you can. You can. Well, you well can. Not, not in that way, but like, I wish I didn't have to go through this process. Hey, there's also another question that I would like to ask you just because you guys are guys and I'm a girl. Yeah. Um, are you guys more of a logical person or an emotional person? I had a talk with a friend who, another friend who listens to this podcast. <laughs> he's going to laugh that his he's like, his name didn't pop up, but because <laughs> um, I said I would talk about this on the podcast. Um, so he's a very, very, very logical person. And a lot of guys are, which a lot of guys are, especially in relationship in romantic relationships. So his his um like counterpart, his like partner, um, is on the more emotional side. And he said that he feels like the girl is a little bit more emotional than even just the average girl. So they're really like polar opposites almost. But in a lot of times in a romantic relationship, girls want sympathy. Right. They don't want to hear the answer. They want empathy. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to hear the (laughs) boys, baby boys. (laughs) Baby boys. Your baby girls don't want to hear the answer. (laughs) They just want you to listen all years. Anyways. Anyways, um, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh, I think I used to be an emotional one. I was definitely an emotional. I feel person. like you still are, but uh, I think I think as you, I think the bad the downside of having having been in a couple of relationships. I'm saying more than two. Let's say right, an average person I think would go at least to one or two. But let's say that the more you get it, I feel like the more logical you've become as you oh. go through relationships because you realize you realize. Through trial and error. Yeah, it's not really great to be just emotional. Yeah, because it really doesn't help. Yeah, but I've at the same there. time, it's not too great to be just logical, because like, let's say, like you know, you know, I, I don't want to get too extreme here, but you got to break up. Y'all got to like end the relationship, tie the knots. I mean, that's getting married. Sorry, you break up, and obviously that's very emotional. But what if it has to be a very logical reason that you're breaking up? Right. right, and you can't be too logical about it. You can't be like, "Well, you know what? You don't have the finances. You don't have, you know, our circumstances don't allow it." You know, if you get too logical, it's like it's not that. Great. I have a friend who is very, very, who's done a very, very, very logical breakup, and I never, I didn't understand it. <laughs> I told him like, "Wow, like, I feel like if you guys still have feelings for each other, then you guys should just stay together." And he's like, "No." Was he like, because been. 9 plus 10 is 19 and that divided by 2 is like 9.5. We have to break <laughs> up. Something like that. <laughs> no. But like basically there's like circumstances and factors that um, force them to, not force them, but like put them in a situation. Especially because at this age now, we are older. Mm-hmm. At, well, at least Josh and I are. At an age where I have friends who have babies. Baby girls with actual baby girls. (laughs) 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 And I have like friends who are, you know, getting married, are married, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So our relationships could be, not everyone is, but, you know, could be a little bit more serious. And people might be looking for someone who, you know, for the longevity. Oh, yeah. That's me. I'm I'm always looking for 
serious relationships, whether that be just friends and stuff. I think that's why I can't really get deep into relationships just mm-hmm. in general. Because you really want to be committed to that yes. one relationship. Or not just one, but like that relationship. Right, right, whatever, right. Ha- whatever, how many that be. But you know, that also the part of the reason why I, I usually hang out, I find myself hanging out with older people is because at least in my age bracket yet, most people are in it for the instant fun and stuff. Right. Yeah. Anyways, going to your question about logical and emotional before you kind of wrap up a bit. I am both because I'm able to catch myself on both sides. Mm-hmm. So if I'm being too logical, I, sh- I can catch myself and be like, oh, I should be doing this. And the vice versa, once I get emotional, like I'm able to, I'm able to catch myself with logic. But then there are times when even if I do know, I still want to maintain that state I am in just because I'm pissed off. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's a good and a bad thing, but I'm able to do both. I'm, you know, it's kind of weird. I think a, a balance is important. I mean, of course, with everything. Though. Yeah, there's a reason why humans are logical and emotional. Like they have both things. So if you can just like juggle it both. But like you said, in a romantic relationship, I think it's mostly being emotional just because, you know, not a lot of experience. Right, right. And don't know what to do with whatever you're feeling and going through. Yeah. But just for the general part in most relationships, mm. it's like both. Yeah. Like dead center. Yeah. So I know we're gonna slowly start wrapping up, but uh, I personally love ending on a very like deep thought-provoking note. And I have one last final question, the one last final idea. It's um, you know, we we've talked about the beginning of relationships, maintaining relationships, you know, start of a new romantic relationship. But what about? I feel like everyone has here has been through an end of a romantic relationship, and there. I find that there, when you look back at those moments, there is this very sad but very mysterious emotion. It's when you come to a realization that someone who was super important to you, someone who you've spent a long time, don't cry listeners, but <laughs> you know, when you look back at those moments, you were, it was so important. That person was so important, but through something, some changes or maybe you just got too used to it or there was just like a change in environment or the person changed or whatever the reason is, at one point that, per- that relationship had come to an end, right? So how do you, how do you guys f- feel about that? Like, I, think it's, I think it's very sad. Yeah. I think it's sad. I, I've thought about this before where like, you know, with someone who you've dated for a long time mm-hmm. or even with a friend. Right. Like when you lose someone you've known and has been with you for a long time, um, like they just, you know, in one instance, like it can, you know, hansungan, which is you know, one moment, one moment in Korean, mm. it can all disappear. It's like with with the with the text even, right? You know, like it doesn't even have to be like a face to face thing. Yeah. It could happen over like a phone, yeah. or sometimes it doesn't even happen. You and you just, you just drift apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just don't talk to each other anymore. And I feel like stuff like that, like it really, really hurts me and it really just makes me sad thinking about it just because I know the the kind of relationship I've had with that person and the relationship it could have been maintained. Right. Yeah. Looking back, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like just a series of unfortunate events basically, I think. Yeah. For me think for me it's like 
so, such a unique experience because that feeling is, I think, one of the most rawest feelings that mm. any person can feel. I liked how you termed that. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I don't know. It's it's really hard to just describe and just put into words. But that moment, that pre- that thing is like, you know, whoo! Yeah. <laughs> so this this is like sorry, I have one last question for you guys. And this this is obviously there's no set answer for this and you can't be it might not apply for everyone. But when do you think a, a relationship has to come to an end? What like what sets that realization? What things do you sort of look out for? Your gut feeling. Your gut feeling. Yeah. I think you know. I think I think you already know. Like when you have to force something to happen. Mm. When you really have to force it. Force the relationship. Yeah. Force oh. for it to happen. Wow, this, getting, this conversation is getting pretty like sad. <laughs> it's very me- melancholic. I think for me, yeah. because you know I mentioned I'm, I'm, I'm not really not interested in light relationships. So when I do get into one, whether that be friendship or a romantic one, like I'm gonna try to get through most things that go through it because there's probably a reason why I chose to get into this in the first place, right? Mm. And this is like, because I don't do this like with any like <laughs> <laughs> All the like, is that spelling like, out. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't do this not often, but like it's not something that happens on a regular basis. That that, hap- that happens that that triggers me to get into a relationship, mm-hmm. right? So it's very hard. I think what was the question? <laughs> when something has to end. Yeah, like what what factors determine what what do you think determines that, you know, this should probably it, be the end? Yeah. When you've tried everything you can, oh, both both sides or just even so you, sad. just even you. When you've tried everything you can and I guess that's that's in the same way same description as like forcing something to happen, yeah. right? When you've Really have to force something to happen. Right. I mean, like, because everything we said ties up. Like, you can only control yourself. Right. You can try everything you can. If they don't really right. react to that, like, what can you do? Like, you can bring the horse to water, but you can't like force the water down its throat. But I think for mm. friend relationships, what I think, what's most important for me is that that I have people around me, right, who are. Who are still like supportive of me, who have a good relationship with me, and that I'm thankful for those people. Mm. I think in the end, like that's what happens with, with me. It's like that I'm thankful that I have people that I can go to and trust. Mm. Well, we're gonna start slowly wrapping up, but um I think relationships is what makes humans truly humans. Yeah. If not, I think we'd just be mindless robots going about doing our objectives and trying to achieve whatever, you know. But these relationships and what you said really struck a chord with me. How you said it was very raw. Yeah. And I think we can all agree, even for the listeners, that when you look back at these thoughts and these relationships, there is something, it's very sad. It's very, it's like uh, if you want to talk about color scheme, when you first start a relationship, it's vibrant, it's colorful. And when you look at those happy moments, it is colorful. But as soon as it starts hitting downhill, like the gut feeling that Serena mentioned, it starts to kind of gray out and then you slowly realize it's going to come to an end. I think it is very sad, but for me, I don't, I don't know why. There's some sort of mysterious beauty in that in like understanding that 
this too has come by and now passed. Yeah, that's what I kind of also mean by raw is like, there's nothing fake or nothing added to that that's not real. Right. Right. And also it's it's like such a rare up like rare time or rare feeling. Mm. Like and like rare things are in a way beautiful. And it's so yeah, you're right. And it's so rare. I just thought about this because you're an artist and I don't know I just looking at you and he's like he's an artist. But so many artists are inspired by that raw, beautiful, sad moment. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of songs about breakups and endings, and yeah, I I just thought just suddenly stumbled upon it. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, any final words, guys, about your thoughts on relationships ending it? Um, I think I think people who are struggling with relationships, I think relationships are always so hard. I was actually talking to a friend this week about um, my struggles with the with relationships, and um. It just came to me that that you know I'm I should be just thankful for what I have, mm. basically. Like in the end, like I said, you know, just just that I'm thankful for for the for the ones that do stick with me. Yeah, through the trash and through the good times, <laughs> <laughs> through the trash Serena and through the good tr- Serena. Um, Wh- who's this good Serena? We talking, talking. About? <laughs> 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 I have yet to meet her. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Yeah, for for me, my last comments would be, you know, I think meeting like relationships is one of the hardest things because it's something you can't control. Like we kept saying, like you can't really control the people you meet. Right. Not necessarily. Like even if you go to, even if you learn the same course from a university, like you get a different professor, you get different classmates, and that environment that you you're put into, you can't really control that. So. But the ones that the relationships that you do kind of salvage from those these moments and things, right? Um, it's really precious, especially family, man. Family is so precious. Very true. Uh, hopefully, it is precious to you too. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. cheers. Well, um, this final final uh, comment would be, um, you know, we just talked about relationships, so uh, point fivers. You guys are really good relationship for us oh yeah so uh the like, best <laughs> the best I, I i am absolutely thankful for like the people who listen and absolutely give us feedback like and and you know 2020 has been a crazy year where a lot of things happen relationships have been changing and modified and sad enough like even the relationship between our inspiration the tabla podcast has come to an end so oh. sad it's absolutely sad and the crazy oh thing my is God. It's crazy how we've developed a relationship with the main guest, the main speaker, Tablo, but he does not know us, right? <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely not. You know what? Like we, we even are... messaged him <laughs> and he completely ignored us. We are absolutely unrelevant. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he said he doesn't unrelevant, check DMs. Irrelevant. Right. So it's, he's created something special for us and we've developed a relationship with him. And, you know, I think it's precious that we develop relationships with our listeners as well. We're absolutely yeah. listening. So shameless plug. Follow our Instagram Please. and uh, message us. And we want to develop a relationship with you. Yeah. All right. Cool. See you next time. Bye. Bye.